You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. You have arrived. Welcome to another episode of Amateur Tarot Pod. Please turn the page. Please exit the ride. Please keep all hands and feet inside the vehicle. Please locate all nearest exits. On this podcast, we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That is Brian. And that is Ben. And we are your guides to the wonderful world of tarot. We are. And... We're going to make it really simple for you because we like to keep it really simple for ourselves. Some tarot readers do a lot of complex, intricate, fiddly things. Not us. And we don't do that. We're complete amateurs. We're complete dilettantes. And we only use three cards. And those cards, in the order that we draw them, indicate the recent past, the current action, and the future 100% money-back spiritual globe guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome. Yeah. And then we do one more card which is the card of the week, and that's for everyone. And then we do the outro, and then we leave you. Yeah, so it's very straightforward. It's, we came here to do a thing, we're going to do that thing, and then we're going to leave you with more than you had when you came in here. Now, somebody will be coming around to check to make sure that your seatbelt is securely fastened before the ride begins. Please have your tickets in hand so that they can be properly punched. And we know who's allowed to be here and who's not allowed to be here. We will kick you out if you don't have a ticket. But we'll kick you out after the ride, so you'll get to experience it. You'll just know that you were a stowaway. Yeah. So should we go ahead and do what we promised we were going to do? Sure. Let's go to Queerance Corner. On the subject of being a stowaway, I was on the internet. Yes. And I don't, I mean... People, they have a lot of time because somebody, he like used a video game engine to create the Titanic. And then just like, I had to slow the YouTube video down to 0.5 because it was like too jerky. Uh But like this person like recreated the Titanic and then just like, like walked through it. Like recreated it from blueprints or something? I guess. they Was it Minecraft? No, I think they just like, they like coded it up. It was interesting. I mean, it was so interesting for like one like minute. So they just made like a 3D model of... Yeah. And then... And then like walked through toured it. Toured through it? Toured through it. Yeah, it was interesting. Huh. Like there wasn't any people on it or anything. It was just like this 3D video game model of the Titanic and they just walked through it and then it was neat. What if they did a 3D model of the ocean mm-hmm. and then they placed the 3D model of the Titanic, of the Titanic on there and ha- and just like in real time experience that fateful voyage. That would be cool. I mean, I think you can do something like that. There's like the Titanic Museum in Branson. Yeah, you could probably just watch the movie Titanic. I mean, wait 10 years and then, because I was thinking, like once virtual reality is more of a thing, like that'll be cool to put on your virtual reality helmet and like walk through the Titanic. That has nothing to do with the tarot or the reason that we're here today, but I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah, how did we get on that topic? Stowaways. Stowaways. 
Were there stowaways on the Titanic? There must have been, right? It was the 1920s. Yeah, there's always teens. some sort of like urchins or something. Yeah, pickpockets, the yeah. artful dodger. Yeah, all the Dickensian characters that you find on the Titanic. Sure. That was one of his famous novels, mm-hmm. The Titanic by Charles Dickens. Yeah, where a lot of very, very poor people start a criminal organization. And then in the end, it turns out they all knew each other from their youth. TM, TM, TM. This is our story. We'll be writing it by the book at the end of the year. Yeah. Brian Dooley slash Dickens. That's what I'm changing my name to. Brian Dickens Dooley. Wait, wait, your last name's already D. Just change it to Dickens. And then you have the same initials. Yeah, I guess that's easier than adding a whole new last name. Yeah. Is getting rid of one and adding a new one. Yeah. Hyphenate it. Hyphenate it. Like I married Charles Dickens. Yeah. Well, should we get to the question? Probably. This week's question is timely because it is the end of January of the new year 2019. And Seth from St. Louis asks, what should I look to change in the new year? Everything. So we're on this right at the right time. And Ben's pre-advice is everything. Change everything start about over. who you are, hyphenate your last name, and just start a new life. Look, if you're coming to the Amateur Tarot podcast to figure out what you should change about your life, that's a sign. A sign that you're in the right place. Let's read these cards. All right. This week, we are using the Prairie Tarot, the womp, Tarot of womp, the American womp. West. And do you remember the Ator Tarot? I do. This is by the same artist of the Ator Tarot. Okay. And the Ator Tarot is, I believe you described it as the tarot if Ziggy and Dilbert maybe had a, a baby. Tarot? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll so see how this goes. Let's see what you think of the Prairie Tarot. Take womp, it away. Womp, womp, womp. This is off to a better start. Excellent. This is actually a good, good fun tarot. Very much Wild West. You have all the all the characters here. You have like the the fool is just. A man and his dog with his gun exploring the West. The magician is got that old timey clothing on and he's got all his magic. There's, is he a magician magician or is it something more thematic? Well, he's he's like. Oh, he looks like a dealer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a it. card dealer. Yeah. A card from dealer. From a saloon. You've got your like Southern Belle Prairie woman and your man in his suit. Holding a devil skull. You have like a. Uh, Native American like tribe leader. Yeah. So uh, the chariot is a woman who's driving a train, but there's horses pulling the train, which makes for a very inefficient train. That's interesting. I think that picture is on the box too. <laughs> That's funny. No, this is fun. This is a, uh, let me get to the pips to make sure that you know, there's no surprises here. No, there's not. This is just a nice wild West deck. If that's what you're into. Three stars, three that's stars, for three stars. Tarot. I just feel like now that I know the brackets coming, I have to be more, like discerning in my ratings. If you just rate the way that you rate, I will take care of the discernment when it comes time to bracket. Well, I feel like in this new year, I've reconceptualized my rating system slightly. Like I think in the past I said like three stars was like, right? Three stars is the benchmark is average. Right. But I feel like at one point we had this argument of like, I was thinking of three stars as not a recommend and you were thinking of three stars as a recommend. Yeah, I think of three stars as like, yeah, I could use this. And I was thinking of three stars as like, "Eh, it's probably not worth it. But now because four and five star decks exist. Yeah, I guess. So three was just sort of the holding cell. But now I think I'm I've changed my rating system to be more in line with you to say like a three star deck is a very solid deck. Yeah, and you should buy it if you if you check it out. Okay. Like, it gets our stamp of, like, this is a usable deck. And two stars is not worth your time, and one stars makes you angry. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then four and five is all kind of the same, but you should get those. Right. It sounds like you're becoming a little less arbitrary and capricious this year. I feel like three stars is like, check it out. And if you are into it, buy it. But four and five stars, it's like, just buy it sight unseen. Like if Mm -hmm. you end the podcast and you haven't gone out and bought the deck, what are you you doing? Excellent. I love it. So the Prairie Tarot is, yeah, check it out. Three stars. Check it out. And now circling back around to Seth's question. What should I look to change in the new year? Did you have any pre-advice? Because I said everything. Well, I don't know anything about Seth. So who knows? Who knows what they should change in the new year? You know, like, I don't know what they're up to. Sure. So what? How about you say nothing? Like Seth is doing great. Change nothing. All right. We'll go with that. Okay. We'll see who wins. (laughs) I have a feeling it'll be somewhere in the middle. Oh, then we both win. We both get a participation trophy. In a way, weren't we all right? Hopefully that's shuffled. Here we go. Oh, these are weird. There we go. They're just fresh out of the pack. All right, Seth, here goes. What should I look to change in the new year? Flip. First card is the Page of Swords. All right. Well, the Page of Swords is not a very exciting card. It's just a man in some fancy clothes with a sword standing in like a windy prairie. Not that the Page of Swords is ever an exciting card in most tarot decks. Yeah, pages aren't the most exciting. This person, this man looks a little bit older than I imagine a page to look. Yeah. This guy looks like he's nearing middle age, probably. But in the past... I'm not going to judge you. In the past position, the Page of Swords speaks to some idea that in 2018, you were kind of setting off on some sort of new intellectual journey. Yeah, you've been excited about these new pursuits, this Mm -hmm. new learning that you're doing, and... You're kind of all over the place with it. Yeah. It's just this hunger to learn more. It's insatiable. Good. Flip. We have the seven of coins. Okay. And the seven of coins, we have a farmer in a cornfield and that's it. And then there's seven coins, like like gold coins, gold coins with kind of like coinage symbols on them mm-hmm. at the bottom of that. So this guy is waiting on his crops. Yep. This farmer has a hoe in his hand and he's just standing there looking at it. He's looking at the work that he's done. The corn is growing, but it's not grown yet. It needs to be decastled and it needs to grow ears. But that's what we're looking at. That's what he's looking at is this work that he's put into it is going to pay off soon. feel like maybe you're winning. Good thing you said Seth should change nothing. Yeah. Because this card implies that like right now, Seth should be waiting and sort of figuring things out because... In the past, there was all this like intellectual frenetic energy mm-hmm. and now sort of waiting for some of that to come, come to, come to fruit. Yeah. Next card. Flip. The lovers. We had the lovers last week too. We did. All right. Well, here is what is happening in this card? Because I was going to say there's like a guy and he was the priest figure and like there's these two young women and I was like, he's marrying them, but it doesn't look like it because it looks like he's, maybe he is, maybe that is what's happening, but it also just kind of looks like there are three people that are holding hands i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is an old west triad okay (laughs) i like that your classic wild west triad yeah like you see in all of the sylvester stallone movies i don't know whether to gloss over the fact that you just said sylvester stallone (laughs) what was i supposed to say i'm not gonna gloss over it what westerns do you think that sylvester stallone has been in ben wait who's the guy that i'm thinking of i know who the guy is but i want to know what western (laughs) sylvester stallone has been in name three of them um uh prairie dog night Uh uh-huh um saloon town right i forgot about that one. yeah that's a classic an old classic and then horseback man oh horseback man 2017 golden globe winner yes 
So those are Sylvester Stallone's probably three most popular Wild West movies. Uh, of the bunch, I would say Horseback Man is probably the one to start with. Yeah, that's the one you really need to see. Like, he's he's coming to his own as a director then. Yeah. I wonder if who you were thinking of was Clint Eastwood. Sure. <laughs> is Sylvester <laughs> Stallone Rocky? Yes. Okay. I don't remember how we got on this, but I'm, I'm, the very, Wild West triad. I'm very delighted just thinking of uh, Sylvester Stallone acting in Old West movies. Yeah. Well... Go check out those movies that I recommended. Horseback Man. Horseback Man. Okay, back to the question. Back to the question. It looks like right now you're in a... Can I just wrap it all together? Please. Okay. I'm dying for you to wrap it all together so I can go back and watch Horseback Man. (laughs) So in the recent past, you've been going all these different directions, pursuing all these different intellectual pursuits, and they have been very fulfilling or they're coming very close to being fulfilling. You're on the edge of all that stuff paying off. And so you're in like a little resting period right now while you wait for that. And while you're in that resting period, you can use the next little bit to focus on your human relationships, to Mm -hmm. focus on what's going on in your home right now. And to make sure that the people you love know that you love them and make sure that you're getting the love that you need from those people. Okay, so the change is like change from this sort of frenetic energy pursuing all these directions this year, patience and focus on the relationships in your life while the sort of intellectual stuff sorts itself out. Yeah, it'll keep bubbling in the background. You don't you're not dropping any of those balls. You're just letting them ride on their own inertia for a little bit. Good. And if you get bored while you're waiting or you're looking for a movie to watch, Saloon Town uh, and Horseback Man, and... Th- that's a great double feature. That's a Yeah, that's a great double feature. I would recommend it on your date night. Excellent. I think we answered that question. Perfect. Well, Seth, I hope that helped, and thank you very much for your question. We enjoyed answering it. Yeah. And for sending it in, we'll also send you digital copies of those three Sylvester Stallone Westerns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have them on my iPad. Yeah. We're going to purchase them first, so there's no rights problems. (laughs) Yeah, we want Mr. Stallone to get his money. All right. So that brings us to the card of the day, right? Well, normally it's the week, but... Sure, the, the day, the week, it's... If it's time bound, I mean, if this is like a card that's going fast, act now. <laughs> Let's go ahead and call it the card of the week just for tradition. Okay. These cards are going like hotcakes. <laughs> this week we are using the proletariat tarot. We're just hopscotching through history. Yep. We went from the old west to now. Why not the proletariat? Oh, something like that. Maybe because it would be impossible to spell. People can barely spell amateur tarot. Because both of those words are confusing words. Amateur is hard to spell. Amateur is hard to spell. And a lot of people don't know that tarot has an unnecessary silent T at the end. Really? Really that it has a T or really that people don't know? I figured everybody knew. No. People. Because I've also run into people that pronounce them like tarot cards. Right. Those people know that there's a T at the end. They know. But they don't know how to pronounce it. All right. Which a lot of uh, traditional readers, which we are not, call them tarot cards. With an emphasis on the row. Okay. Henry Henry David Thoreau. Yes. On seclusion or whatever he wrote, right? Walden. Walden. Yeah. Which was about seclusion. seclusion. Yeah. Being in the woods. What movies do you think he brought? Saloon Town? Uh, he probably brought Horseback Man for sure. 
All right, here is Let's the... Let's check out the proletariat. The proletariat. Oh, that was better than what I pronounced it. I'm just going to hand this back to you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, I was expecting, like, some Karl Marx, like, Soviet people. You wanted, like, red and yellow. You wanted it to be, like, a compromat type, uh... Oh, what's it called? Uh, when you put up signs for your own army. Um, I don't know. Like, when you're trying to say good things about yourself. Propaganda. Propaganda. Gotcha. Yeah, you I thought you were specifically like, saying about like signs for your army. <laughs> like I'm recruiting. <laughs> no, uh, the, you wanted like propaganda posters. Yeah, I wanted propaganda posters and like people with like oxen and hay bales and things like that. But instead, what we have is a colored pencil deck, just like basically normal people. Like there's a hitchhiker and there's uh, a guy, and it looks like he's playing what's that game with like the hat and the ball, and you mix them all around. That has a name, I think. Uh, what? You know, like like at the baseball game, you put you got like three oh. hats and you put the where's the peanut? Oh, or like whatever. three card Monty. Yeah, or there's a uh, guy doing that. the shell game. Yeah. At first, I just thought that you were having a stroke. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then there's like a person in a wheelchair standing up to a police officer. Four old women playing bridge. So is this a political deck, Ben? I don't think it's that political. I think it's just. Yeah, no, it is a political deck. There's a lot of political things, but then there's also just people going about their day. So you like it's the proletariat, so it's the working class. It's right? the it's like working class people doing so working class things. Is this deck about seizing the means of production? No, that's what I was hoping it would be, but it's not. It's just like working class people going about their day for the most part, with a couple political protests. I think that's kind of symbolically more awesome than like a traditionally rooted deck, where you have a bunch of traditionally rich fancy people doing stuff unless sure. it's like the five and six of coins so this is cool that we have the working class represented yeah and it's a multiracial deck sure so there's melanin included which is great in a deck and man now you're now you're trying to accentuate all the positives so two stars all right two stars but let's see what this two star deck for the working class says about this week. I suppose the two stars really is for the art style, which I'm not into. Okay. Not for the idea of the deck. Yeah, it looks like chalk pastels. The one that I'm looking at on the front of the box looks like, oh, what's his name that does movies like Roger and Me and uh, Columbine, Bowling for oh, Columbine. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. That's the guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like Michael Moore sitting on the beach looking out of the water. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Eating a plum? I hope that's what we get. Yeah, because I'd like to read and see what that card represents. All right. Flip. The Five of Wands. Okay. The Five of Wands. I can't tell if it's people in like a street brawl or if it's like two people are trying to fight and the other people are holding them back. Like, don't fight. Don't fight. Maybe the book will tell us. The Little White Book says, first, okay, this book is not arranged the way that other books are arranged. <laughs> it has all of the aces. Oh, okay. Then all of the twos. Gotcha. Then all of the threes. So we get to the five of wands and it says a multiracial group of young men are fighting each other on a city street. Meaning competition, ego, fighting with people you should align with. Hmm. Ah. Okay. So the advice this week is stop fighting people that you should be aligned with. Stop fighting people that are trying to help you. Try and find avenues for cooperation. Yeah. 
try and find similarities because the differences are already being highlighted. People are not your competition. People are your allies. And also rise up. Seize the means of production. (laughs) Join our army. Eat the rich. Wait. Let's walk that back just a little bit. Snack on the rich. (laughs) Another classic Sylvester Stallone film. (laughs) All right. So that is the card of the week. That is the card of the week. Let us adjourn to the liminal space. And now let us begin the process of adjourning from the show. First, we want to thank Seth for sending in a question. We want to thank the Lols for being here every week. Thank you, Lols. And now a moment of silence for some of the Lols that we've lost along the way. Perhaps even while this episode was happening. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they didn't appreciate snacking on the rich. (laughs) All right. We have a website, amateurtarot.com. Go there. Check out pictures of the cards and also send us your questions yeah most We'd importantly like to send them. your questions you can send your questions on there or you can call us or text us at 314-325-6047 and if you call within the next five minutes again we're gonna we're gonna come to you mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. two blu-rays of saloon town and horseback man and we're gonna watch with you yeah. These two classic films. The whole time we're going to be laying out tarot cards and using tarot cards as a way to uh, do like a literary critique of the movies. Yeah. So call in the next 10 minutes for that prize. The next 10 minutes of us recording this episode. Yeah. And we are on social media at Tarot Amateur. That's Twitter at Amateur Tarot. That's Instagram. And then on Facebook slash Amateur Tarot will get you to our page as well as our group. Join us. I'm on Twitter at Zen Iron Man, where I tweet funny things and angry political rants about eating the rich. And I am on the World Wide Web at I'm making all this up dot com, where I send out a weekly newsletter that is about helping you find time in your schedule to pursue your passions. Oh, Ben, I didn't realize that I had just done my own and you did your own. No, that's all right. Until you were finished doing yours. And I was like, I didn't get to say a nice thing about Ben. Well, next week. I'm sorry. Oh, well, if you want to support us and help us keep doing the show, we're trying to make the show at least support itself so that it's uh, less of an expensive hobby. And we're just trying to get it out of the house, you know? Yeah, it's two years old. It's time that it starts earning a living. Yeah, bringing in its keep. This is the same way I raised all my kids. That's why I'm going to die alone. Oh, yeah. But on that note, we have a Patreon. And for as little as $3 a month, you can... In the arms of the angels. Well, that's the first one this year. (laughs) For as little as $3 a month, you can help support the show and you can help us keep doing what we're doing and make it just a little bit easier for us to produce more stuff. But the other way you can help us out non-monetarily is to get on iTunes, give us a rating and review because that helps people find the show. And another way you can do it if you don't want to even go on Apple Podcasts or iTunes is to tell other people to listen to us. That's good. But you take your phone's friend, download the show. Yeah. You can't actually just tell them to listen to us. Sit them down, tie them up, force them to listen to the show. Started episode one. Every episode from one. And that's and that's it. Uh, okay. Well, thank you to Hollywood for bringing us so many good classic films. Like that, Horseback Man. Like Horseback Man. And Saloon Town. <laughs> 
All right. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Magic, Magic is real. Also, the hero of Saloon Town dies at the end. All right, here we are. Card of the week. Yes. And this week we are using mother. <laughs> I don't know what the why. There's no book in here. Oh.